Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at SealCoatFlorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be your guide for the next two hours. Before we get started, though, let me introduce my fellow Patriots today, because you know the saying, can't tell the players without the scorecard. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. At least you're you're good at uh, counting to seven now. I've got it. Got it down, and that's only on one and a half hands that I do that. <laughs> it's the cadence that he's learned. Yeah, yeah. It's just the cadence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Before we get started, though, let me uh, let me let you guys know you can listen to us live on the internet, at three to five p.m. Eastern time. Yes, Eastern time. Three to five p.m. Eastern time on Saturdays. Uh, that's you know that should be now if you're listening now. If you're listening later, how about now? It's well, it's later then. Oh, okay. But, it, but if you're listening so now, it's now. And now. 
Oh, no, now it's later. Now it's a little bit later. You could listen later, but then you wouldn't be listening now, or... <clears throat> if you will, <laughs> would have, or was All listening. Right. All right. That's a temporal answer to okay. that question. Well, there we go. There we go. That's, that's Having okay. had, has, or will have. Hey, Earl, how can the uh, the good peoples of Arms Room Radioland uh, get a hold of us? We have a multitude of ways. All of this is listed at armsroomradio.com. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. And saving your favorite for last, they can send us a tweet on Twitter at armsroomradio. We could do the we could do the tweetings on the Twitters. I think uh, Mr. Maxwell also has his uh, his Twitter address up now. Also, oh, if I he's getting high tech at, now. At, huh? I think it's I, at Maxwell Orlando. Is that it? Actually, I have two. I have at Maxwell Orlando, okay. and then I have Kevin Maxwell. Oh wow, very nice. Yeah, so you can go on there. My, my Kevin Maxwell one was to hunt, to hunt down a, a wayward defendant in a civil suit, which resulted in damages against her of twenty-seven and a half million dollars. So I like the Twitter. <laughs> oh, he likes the Twitter. He likes the Twitter. He likes the Twitter. Uh, I, you know what? Um, normally, I would ask you guys for uh, you know a nice, interesting story. Anything An happening this week? Yeah, you know something, something to get us going, something to get, kick off the program. Well, I, I, I've, I've got one. I've okay. got one. You know, during during the week, you know how we uh, will send pictures and topics and ideas back and forth mm-hmm. to to each other. So you know, you know, hey, did you see this? So let's take a look at this one. Well. Earlier in the week, I sent something to Kevin. Now, listen, I send plenty of things to Kevin and never hear back because I know he's at court, he's in conference, he's I busy. Li- I read it, I giggle, I yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just I, I don't I don't have to be there for the you know for the handoff or, or back. So so I'll send him little pictures, images during right, the week, you know, right. uh, and, you know, waiting for the response. But usually it doesn't come. I know the response doesn't come because he's going to be busy during the week with either court or you know conference or you know he'll, he'll, he's got things to take care of. Or it's just so 14-year-old that I'm not going to respond to it. I'm <laughs> that, trying to set an example. That does happen every once in a while. Does it? I know. I know. The, there was one earlier with the the, the coffee cup that said, uh, you know, this this could be the blood of my enemies. No, it actually like said it was it was a. a this is probably a the Yeti. blood of my enemies. It's, yeah. This is probably the blood of my enemies. So that you're looking at it as it's being <laughs> drunk from by the person <laughs> drinking it, and it, it it's very Viking-esque. I, I mean, I can't. Or you know, True Blood. And so no response from that. But again, that's typical. Well, I sent him another one uh, later in the week. It had something to do with uh, arguing with the with your wife. Oh, no, no, no. I'll quote it. <laughs> oh, I'll okay. quote it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Guys, I need your help. I'm in the middle of an argument with my wife and she just told me I'm right. What the hell do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> so I sent him that. But, okay, you know, so wait, I immediately. Wait, wait, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Not, no, immediately nothing. It was a day later I hear back from him. A day later. <laughs> no, and here's, I, there wasn't immediate. There was an oh, idea. you immediate to yourself. No, I immediate to everybody I knew going, oh, okay. what do you do if that happens? Because I've never had that happen. Right. So evidently he thought about it for a while. And a day later, I get this. Okay, pack your stuff and get out now with an exclamation point. But my phone's down on the table. Mm-hmm. And all I see is the, like, the first part of it come through. I just leave. I just see from my attorney and friend, uh, okay, pack your stuff and get out now. I'm halfway to the safe house before I bring up the rest of the message and figure out he's talking about the picture I sent I him didn't know the that. day before. <laughs> Some yet radar yelled bug out and everybody's already in a bus. Okay. 
So, you know, I, I thought it was funny. I was halfway down the street before I realized that the message was uh, in, in relationship to the text <laughs> I sent him the day before. So that, That's a lot better. If I, told my wife, everything. if I told my wife to run their zombies, she would go, don't tell me what the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But she would tell them, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> on the arm, please. Start on the arm. But, oh, well. Uh, Kevin, uh, we got about... Two minutes left. Anything? Anything new? Anything interesting going on in the in the world? Of, with the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm yes. sorry. It's yes. just it, it all strikes me funny when you ask a lawyer if you know if they want to talk for a couple of minutes. I can talk for a couple of minutes. Just a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's what he's laughing at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have to start at the okay. top of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> You're afraid I'll burst. <laughs> Let. Let me start by saying. Okay. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It takes me longer than that to talk to myself in the morning to convince myself to shave. I've heard well, that conversation. Well, I had to sneak up on my face because <laughs> it's scared too. I've heard that. I've scared heard that, that conversation. guy holding the razor. Yeah. It, it's when we had all that amp in uh, Las Vegas at Shot Show, mm, and yes. he. Uh, and that was it was a very excited conversation too. I have to shave. I have to shave. I have to shave. Should I shave now? Should I shave now? Let me shave now. Let me shave now. Okay, I'll shave now. So even then, it was still thirty seconds long, you know. <laughs> and it was he was just getting all the but words. The, the reason the why I was trying to convince myself is I use a straight razor. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, no shaving when you got the uh, the shakes with the straight razor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Uh, all right, folks, we got a good show planned for you today. Stick around. We got uh, plenty of topics. Obviously, there's been some. Shootings going on around the country that I'm sure you're aware of. Uh, the shooting out at the UPS facility in San Francisco, which the news first put the shooter's name out instead of Jimmy Lamb as Jimmy Lamb Chop. So you've got that to uh, thank the news for, for their uh, fascinating, awesome uh, accuracy in describing the situation. The shooting in Alexandria with the Republican baseball team before they had their game on Thursday. Uh, we'll get to you, talk to you about that, uh, perhaps even a little bit talking to you about the governor of Virginia and uh, his response to the shooting there in uh, his uh, his state. We have, uh, let's see, we're going through here. We're going to talk to you about Seattle. There's some issues going up in, in the Seattle area with uh, the taxes, the, the penalties put on to the firearm purchases and ammunition purchases in the city of Seattle. So we'll definitely be talking to you about that as well. So stick around. We've got uh, definitely got a great program for you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. 
with my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. 
Be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training at nextleveltraining.com and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the 110, that's the Glock lookalike, the 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and the new pocket pistol. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you make time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Uh, gentlemen, um, obviously we've had a difficult, long week with some shootings that have been in the news. Yes. Uh, you know, every, everybody I know has been following these, and I wanted to talk to everybody out there and give you what we know. We want to give you our opinions, our, our feelings, our impressions. Uh, we've had a couple of, uh, we've had a, a plenty of emails and, 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 and tweets and all sorts of communications, which you're feeling on us, so we'll make sure we want to talk about it. You know, from the... We're going to talk about it from the firearm standpoint, how it was acquired. We're going to talk about it a little bit about the motivation, I think, behind uh, the incident. And then we'll go over some other issues with how the firearm was acquired that I, that I definitely want to I, I definitely want to go over a little bit with you. But uh, let, let me go over this real quick. Uh, back on the, was this, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, June 14th, Chicago Tribune reported the 66-year-old James T. Hodgkinson who opened fire on Republican lawmakers, purchased at least three guns from a gun dealer in Belleville, Illinois, his place of residence. Up until he moved to Virginia, you know, a month ago. Or, or you know, that's okay. you know, he's been there for at least a month, everything I've seen. Now, again, folks, this is fluid. You know, uh, news may have come out this morning that we don't know about. You may be listening to us, you know, a day or two after the, the original live broadcast mm-hmm. of this. So, so mm-hmm. please forgive us if, uh, if there's an error in uh, the information we're reporting. We're just trying to get to the, uh, the crux of the story here to give this to you. As we've seen with almost every high-profile shooter in the last decade, this means the Alexandra gunman passed a background check to acquire his firearms. And that's what we want to dig into. That's what we want to dig into, I think, this first segment, maybe even two segments, to talk to you about. Now... Earl, you saw a couple of different uh, news briefs. I saw some. I think this started out as an AK-47. Uh, oh, even before that, it was a, it, it was a, it, it was a shotgun. It, it went an, the it whole gamut. Yeah, M16, yeah. AKs, ARs, just all kinds of stuff. And literally, it was just, uh, unfortunately, I, I had to sit back and kind of laugh a little bit of everybody going crazy with it yeah. until they finally came out and somebody that knew something about guns uh, no, this is a 70-year-old design SKS rifle. Yeah, I heard a uh, a modified anti-personnel rifle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> modified anti-personnel. Oh, very nice, very nice. So the anti-personnel rifle, That's uh, you, you put that on the ground and somebody drives over it and it explodes? Is that what is that? I, I'm is not that entirely sure how an anti-personnel personal round works. Yeah, anti, well, anti-personnel rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know how yeah, that uh, works. Don't know how the... Don't know how the, uh, the, the those those work. That's very weird. Because that's normally, listen for those who don't know. That's normally a mine. That's why I said you put it yeah. on the ground. An anti-personnel mine yeah. is yes, something yes. that's normally on the ground in, in the ground, buried but, in the but ground. But all battle rifles are pretty much anti-personnel. Well, I could say that would be if it's a battle rifle. It's a true military-issued battle rifle. Yeah. That's probably the intended purpose. And that SKS may have at one time been. Yeah. Well, that's what it was designed for. They mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, the Soviet Soviet design. The the SKS. They are. Listen, if you've never seen one before, it's kind of the the Russian version of the M1 Garand, uh, for for lack of a, a okay. better better comparison. That, that's actually a very good comparison. Yeah. The the only thing it shares with what everybody uh, called it an AK is it does share the same caliber. Yeah, same ammunition. caliber round. The the Soviet uh, block, or I guess it'd be Russian ammo now, seven six two by thirty nine millimeter. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's a for, well pre seventy four. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, not, not getting too technical. No, no. Uh, so, <laughs> and listen, a wonderful rifle. Uh, you know, first of all, if you if you told me I had uh, one rifle to grab to go to the wood line uh, and and see you later, you know, in a in a environmental survival type of situation. Right, where it's going to be icky, wet, muddy, yeah. sandy. Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad choice. Yeah, you could, I, I wouldn't take an AR. No, no, listen, <laughs> the, the, the SKS has a, if he still has it on it, you has a, has a folding bayonet, so you have you have that right there on the rifle. It has a built-in cleaning kit, it has a built-in cleaning rod, all part of it, uh, and it you know it holds the 10 rounds. So you, it, it's, uh, it serves the purpose. you can paddle a boat with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and you can clean it with urine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, you can. It's, it, it was made to be a rifle. It's a peasant's rifle. Exactly right. It's a yeah, peasant's yeah, rifle. Yeah, easy to use and maintain. The Charlotte Observer reported he possessed, this is the shooter, uh, a valid firearms owner's identification card. This uh, You'll hear him called FOIDs, F-O-I-Ds, out of Illinois. Uh, the process of acquiring that ID would have also required the shooter to pass an in-depth background check. So we know that he has a background check to get his firearms owner identification card. We know that he's done... I'm going to say three backgrounds because it says three guns. There's the possibility he could have purchased more than one at a time, and you know maybe has had as little as, as one one firearm or one background check to get the three firearms. Well, just looking at you know one purchase, regardless of quantity of firearms at that purchase, and being in possession of a FOID card, there's two background checks right there. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know what the you know, I don't have the information in front of me telling me how many he purchased at the same time. I don't right, know what right. Illinois' rules are. If it's like California, like when we talked mm-hmm. to Craig uh, Deleuze last week from Firearms Policy Coalition, that you can only buy one every 30 days. Like right. the, the same as the New Jersey rule. I, they may have right. something like that. I just don't recall what Illinois is at the moment. Yeah, it's it, right now it's, it's a minimum of two background checks. Could easily be more. Correct, correct. Uh, so therefore, for the umpteenth time, background checks do not stop latent criminals. Uh, they only stop actual criminals. So, uh, Kevin, the difference between a latent criminal and an actual criminal? Uh, well, an actual criminal means that they've conducted themselves in a manner which has brought them to the attentions of law enforcement and the justice system, and they have been charged and or convicted of a criminal act. A latent criminal is somebody who hasn't done anything or hadn't gotten caught for it. Yeah, what's the uh, the Tom Cruise movie with the, the Future Crimes Division? Yeah, uh, yeah, Minority Report. In minority yeah, there, yeah. There, there you go. So that's, that's basically what they're saying. Well, you know, I'm sorry, folks, a background check... Uh, can't stop you from committing a future crime. You know, unless the crime is you're trying to violate the background check because you're already a felon, but you, the background check can't go in and say, uh, well, sir, according to this, you're going to go to a ball field in Alexandria in six months and shoot somebody up, so I can't sell it to you. But the, the theory is that past behaviors are an indication of future behaviors. As far as background checks. Right. Oh, yeah, that's why if you're already a convicted felon, you can't purchase the firearm. Well, right. that in the law, you know, this says Well, that, that's so. the reason why they passed the law. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Because, you know, if, if you acted badly in the past, there is a very good likelihood you will act badly in the future. Correct, correct. Yeah, as I said, it, it's a background check, so it's checking back. It's not a forward yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you don't know what's going to happen in the future. I need to write that program. The four, Can you yeah, imagine the money I'd yeah. make off that check? app? The foreground <laughs> check. Foreground check. Yeah. That would work. That would work. That uh, that would be a, that'd be a couple extra bucks in the pocket, I think. All right, and this is why people who have a desire to commit heinous crimes but have not yet committed such crimes can legally walk into a gun store, pass a background check, and get a gun. Because you're talking about future crimes, potential future crimes. You'd really have to go into minority report kind of stuff if you were going to have background checks be effective about against committing future crimes. Something I've come up myself, uh, just my own little um, 
thoughts and and it's I think it's rather insightful for me, you know that that the uh, politicians don't realize you can't legislate against the evil in men's hearts if it's there if they if want you, it to be there. If you're ever going to drive drunk, you have to turn in your license. If if I'm going to, if you're ever going to, okay. You think you may in the future? If you think you yes. may in the future, we'd like you to turn in your license now. Oh, okay. If you think you might actually use a firearm inappropriately, you need to go turn them all in. Hey, you know, Kevin, that's uh, just jumping back to the, the driving drunk. That's the same kind of logic, though. Sir, uh, we want you, if you're ever going to drive drunk, to give us your driver's license. That way, you'll never drive drunk. The license Johnson doesn't stop you. <laughs> from yeah. That, yeah. that was exactly. my next step. Yeah. Is, exactly. is yeah. The driver's license doesn't make you capable or right. incapable of driving. Mm-hmm. Orville and River Wright did not have a license to fly a plane when they flew a plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, when they, when the true. federal government came in and said you have to have a license, they looked at them and went, "No, we invented it. You don't yeah. get to tell us we got to have a license to do it." <laughs> yeah, well, who, who's going to be the examiner, Orville or Wilbur, and which one will examine who? How does, is there a written test for that, or which, which one's older, Orville or Wilbur? I'm going to go with Orville. Okay. Because I think he, his, he gets to be the examiner. His name was first, or maybe they just do it in alphabetical order. I'm going to have to look that up. I'll know that by the end, and by, by the beginning of the next segment. I'll, I'll, know, I'll Kevin, know that fact. You, know? you were there, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was in China. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. In early 1900s, I yeah. was in China. Working okay. on the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Working on the fireworks. Um, listen, we're going to talk to you when we get back about uh, some high-profile firearm attackers that all passed background checks, and, and we're going we're gonna to get into that with you for, uh, for a few minutes. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Stick around. We'll see you after the break. This is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. 
Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Hey, this is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. I spoke with our good friends out at Gun Tech this week, as I as I do every week. They're, yeah. they're good people. Good, good, good people to talk to. And uh, we should be getting some of that super secret parts we're not allowed to talk about soon. So you should be able to see some of these super secret 308, super secret AR-10, super secret AR-10 308 parts that you're not supposed to be able to see soon coming from GunTech USA. So check out GunTechUSA.com, GunTechUSA.com for all your AR and AR-10 needs. Uh, gentlemen, I, uh, on the break, I, I, re- I received a little piece of information I wanted to give you because we did speak about it during last break. Now, folks, uh, we are going to get back to you in just a moment and talk about background checks and how the Alexandria shooter had undergone some background checks. I think we'd already got that with you. We're going to tell you about some other incidents where background people that have received background checks had uh, also done some shootings. And you, why? You, you, you've you got Orville and Wilbur right in your head, don't you? I do. I do have Orville and Wilbur right in my head. Orville. He's, he's wanting to go flying. Orville, uh, born in August of 1871. So, Kevin, you're a little older. I'm a little older. A little older. Wilbur, born in uh, April of 67. He, so getting closer, he, getting closer yeah, in your he's, age. He's, uh, he's about he, two years. Yeah. About two, three years difference. Yeah. I was born in 61. Okay. He's born in 60. He's about six years older than me. All right. There you go. And um, I'm about six years older than him, rather. Sorry. So Orville is the younger. Wilbur is the older. Now, however, Orville was older in the end because Wilbur didn't make it past typhoid fever in 1912. Oops. Yeah. Guess so, why I was in China. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so a little trip to Boston, and he uh, he picked up some typhoid fever and died in uh, May of 1912. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of cholera in China. Right, right, yeah. But they had a lot of cholera in the United States. So. Uh, Orville actually lived to be 76 years old in 1948. Lived all through First War, Second War, everything. So. Wow. Uh, Big deal. And you know the day? I didn't have to look this one up. The day, the first flight, first powered flight, first powered heavier-than-air flight? No. December 17th, 1903. Where? It was in uh, North Carolina. Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Absolutely. All right, back to the topic at hand, uh, background checks. Now that I got that uh, out of my brain and I can move forward with my shiny rest of my day. Uh, Here's a list of high-profile firearm-based 
attackers that stand as proof of the background checks cannot stop latent criminals. Again, folks, what we're talking about is this gentleman, this gentleman, sorry, this uh, this butt clown in... Uh, uh, criminal? Criminal, this criminal, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this criminal butt clown in Alexandria who went after the Republican baseball team that uh, was scheduled to play when did they they played Thursday I think they played Thursday night yeah I yeah the, uh it's this practice was going on and I believe the game was scheduled for yeah, Thursday over, this, na- over is, the, this the is the name of a team yeah. these are Republican lawmakers yes yes and yeah. their staff yeah yeah yes and and he went up to the field and said hey which team is this it they, is literally is this the Republicans yeah. or the Democrats yeah because the they field. practice on the same field yeah and then he walked back to the car truck whatever it was and got his SKS, mm-hmm. what we now believe to be SKS, uh, Russian manufacturer, well, it could have been Chinese manufacturer, Russian Russian design rifle, and and started to shoot at uh, you know what we know now as the congressman staff and the police officers there on the field. Uh, here's what else background checks didn't stop because you know what you have to have a background check. This has been since the Gun Control Act of 1968. Got to have a background check. Background check. Background check would have stopped Lee Harvey, wouldn't it? Wouldn't a background check have stopped Lee Harvey Oswald? No, not at all. He wasn't a convicted criminal. No. Was he? He's Marine. Yeah. He didn't get a dishonorable discharge. The background checks would not have stopped, we know this, the baseball practice attacker. The Orlando attack in, at the Pulse nightclub, you know, just, just uh, went past a year of that. Yeah, just a little over. Yeah, he had a couple background checks. He had three background checks in Florida. We talked about Several, that. Several, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he passed fine. You know why? Because background checks can't tell you about future crime. Exactly. Uh, UCLA shooter, San Bernardino attackers. These were the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, admitted Muslims. You know, they went after. These were people the that were at company the company Christmas yeah, company party. Christmas party. Yeah, uh, Colorado Springs attacker, the Umpqua Community College uh, attacker that was in Oregon. Uh, that was where the security guard, the unarmed security guard, was unable to stop them because they were unarmed. Lafayette movie theater attacker, Chattanooga, the Emmanuel. African Methodist, the Episcopal, oh, the AME Church, the AME yeah, Church attacker. He's in, been in, convicted in, yeah, yeah, and sentenced yeah. to death. Uh, Mohammed cartoon contest attackers, if you recall, that was the the guys at in Texas with the AK-47s that pulled up. And there was the off-duty acting as a civilian, I believe it was, a police officer and a buddy who yes. were there. And they had, mm-hmm. guns, they had guns in their parking lot, and these guys got out with the AKs, and they went, no, 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 bad, bad, <laughs> bad, 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 bad. Where are you going? Yeah, yeah. To... to uh, to att- uh, terrorists attempting a terrorist activity, ran into a couple of armed individuals. Yeah. And we yeah. know that outcome. Uh, Las Vegas cop killers. Remember, this was the uh, disgruntled uh, male and uh, female. I think they were husband and wife couple and ended up in the Walmart where he was confronted uh, and, and ended up uh, killing himself, saving the taxpayers a lot of money in trials. Uh, Santa Barbara attacks. Fort Hood, obviously, uh, attacker. The... And, you know, listen, the less just goes on and on. Navy, Navy Yard, Aurora Movie Theater, uh, Gabby Giffords attacker, Fort Hood attacker, Virginia Tech attacker. It just keeps going on and on. Now, and, and there's another common ground in all of these. Can, uh, can, can anybody, anyone guess? Anyone know? Anyone know? Anyone? Anyone? Mm, Bueller. Bueller. Where do these attacks occur? Gun-free zones. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. The, for, for the most part, 90% of them occurred in gun-free zones. You know, there's a, probably a reason why he didn't try this in his hometown of Bellevue, Illinois. Oh, oh, because that's where 
where the Republican baseball game was being practiced? Well, that and because if he pulls <laughs> that kind of shenanigan on a baseball field, there's a pretty good chance one of the other baseball players is going to shoot back at him. Oh, yeah. Listen, you know, this, <laughs> the, we, we, we think about Illinois, uh, you know, at least from the news, you hear Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Uh, this is the this is as country as country gets, you know, out out there in, in, in that portion of Illinois. That's like New York, New York. New, we'll try that kind of behavior in East Aurora and see how, you yeah, can, yeah, how yeah, it turns out yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, here's what I want to talk about to give you with, with background checks. Want to want to leave you with get, get, get everybody's opinion here and and folks again feel free to uh, email us, uh, you know, tweet us, whatever, and we'll we'll bring include those comments in there. Background checks. These were started as a result of the assassination of John F. Kennedy because you could buy firearms through the mail. So. The Gun Control Act of 1968 developed because of that, and you had to have a background check to purchase the firearm. Okay. All right. You know, the background checks? I, you know, none of us here, and probably none of you sitting out there listening to us, want the wrong person to have a firearm. You know, there, there's got to be something. But when you hear that the background check is the way, we want the background check to check and make sure this person does not go out and shoot somebody. It, they're not doing it that way. The way the background check is done now is a... It's this is a pre-registration for firearms, and it doesn't stop the act of violent criminals. It doesn't stop someone who is intent on doing harm from doing harm. That he could have done the same thing he did here by driving his car onto the baseball field. I mean, we we've had people in Orlando drive cars onto baseball football fields and attack high school football teams. The difference between these baseball players and the high school football team was. High school football team was really athletes, yeah, yeah. And, and the person in that car got their car destroyed. Yeah, because those kids know how to throw a helmet, they know how to throw an aluminum bench, yep. and they beat that car up. Yeah, and that lady couldn't get out of that car. That car was such a wreck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Point being made that the background check, as designed from the Gun Control Act of 1968, is is a pre-registration piece of paperwork it is an attempt to evaluate future behaviors by past conduct and that is not a way that you can stop a criminal act you can't stop a criminal act you can't stop someone changing their religious philosophies and deciding that i'm going to start behaving in a way that i've been newly taught is the appropriate behavior it, it can't stop radicalism it can't stop those things. There's nothing that's going to stop those things. How are you going to defend yourself against someone who makes that decision? You're going to hold up that piece of paper that says, you're in a, I'm in a gun-free zone and you can't be here with that. Or you're going to hold up a piece of paper that says, you had a background check and therefore you're not allowed to hurt me. Kevin, uh, thank you. Excellent, excellent points. Uh, listen, there's more on background checks we're going to get to. I didn't want to interrupt Kevin there. He was uh, making excellent points. Um, so stick around. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We get back. We're going to finish the finish the hour out talking about uh, background checks, how they were originally designed, and how under the last couple of Democratic administrations they've been redesigned to be the first piece of information needed in case of registration of firearms, banning of firearms, and confiscation of firearms. Yeah, yeah, that's right if the wrong people were in charge. And that was the fear with the last administration. Stick around. We got more for you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 
is no run-of-the-mill 22 magnum lightweight pistol not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30 round magazine so when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance brace yourself there's 29 more innovation performance Keltec. see more at keltechweapons.com Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget to join our folks and our friends at Tactical Transition. At Tactical Transition, you can get 100% of everything GunTech USA makes. This is where you, the consumer, can buy the GunTech USA product. If you wanted to go buy a GunTech USA product, they would only sell to you if you're a dealer or a storefront. Now, if you are the individual and you want GunTech USA products, boom. 
you get to go to tacticaltransition.com. Tacticaltransition.com is a premier gun tech USA dealer. What's that mean? That means they carry 100% of everything gun tech USA makes. So check out our friends at tacticaltransition.com. Uh, Kevin, we ended up last segment talking about background checks. And we, when we went off a little bit there. We went off towards the end, and I wanted to give you the chance to, 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 to finish that. Well, the, 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 the point of a background check was to try to control future behavior by past conduct. It's been co-opted, I believe, is the current words that are being used uh, by our legislature. They've, they've co-opted the background check to not only try to identify future behavior by past conduct, they're also background checking the firearm. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let, me, let me get into that here in just a second. The, the background check... Rightfully so. There's people if that are if they're criminals, they're convicted felons. They've been uh, deemed mentally unstable or whatever it is. We don't want them having firearms. So the background checks in place, and and you should be able to say hello. This person has been convicted of an armed robbery. This person has been found to be mentally unstable because they uh, they tried to shoot up a, an alien spacecraft with a shotgun in their backyard at night. So you probably don't want these people having firearms. The background check was designed to stop past behaviors. We know that... Future behaviors based on past conduct. Based on the law and convictions and a, a, a court's finding of incompetence for, for the mentally handicapped. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What it actually does and what it's been turned into now is when you get a background check, they're not they check you. Yeah, they 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 make sure that this person does not have a past incident that bars them from having a firearm. But the firearm portion is included on your forms. And that's always been the heartache. And I and I'll tell you where this this really gets and I and you're saying, "Well, listen, you got to put the firearm on the form to make sure and to track it." Listen, the company's got that information. There's warranty information and I, and I get there's there's some tracking of that, but the goal of the background check now and what it's turned into is to track the individual that has the firearm in the future. We want to know where the firearm went to. We want to know what's going on with the firearm. We want to know the serial number of the firearm. Well, if the background check form is meant to stop the person from getting it, why are we putting that information in there? And the reason, and the way I could prove this, though there's a, there's a statute that exists, or U.S. code that exists, and policy amongst the ATF and the Department of Justice, and this is some older policy still from the last administration, stuff that hasn't been wiped out yet. If you meet somebody online, on the street, friend of a friend, you don't really know them that well, and they're selling a firearm, and you want to sell, or excuse me, there's, you want to buy a firearm. You're buying a firearm from this person. You just meet somebody, and you don't know them that well. You know, It's just not a, a comfort level, and you're selling this person a firearm. You want to get them a background check. Yeah, why not? Listen, if you have your... You have your firearms identification card, your your concealed carry license. That shows at some point in the past couple of years you've had a you've had a background check. So that could give you some comfort. But what if they don't have that? You don't want to. You, you walk down to the local police station. You know that that takes for. They don't just hand out background checks. It's not the way it works when you go to go to law enforcement. They don't just uh, you know turn on the radio, a cop, and does a background check. That's he's not allowed to do that. There's laws against that. He can't just go around randomly conducting background checks on people. So. Why not go to the gun dealer? Gun dealers do background checks all the time. Well, that seems like a good idea. You know, hey, Earl, you come into the store, and hey, this is my buddy uh, Jim. He wants to buy this gun for me, and I don't really know him that well, so I want to get a background check. Jim says, yeah, I want to get the background check done because I don't know this guy real well, and I want him to feel comfortable selling me the gun. Dealer's not allowed to do that either. The dealer can do it, 
but the dealer has to have the firearm, take it into his possession, log the firearm information down, and then once the background check is done, give the firearm to the person that's that's uh, passed the background check. What if that person doesn't pass the background check? Yeah, yeah. There's there's well, now, it's now in the dealer area. Now you can't give it back to the person that owned it. Unless he gets a background check. Right. So now you're, you're conducting more background checks. And here's what the goal of that was. Get the firearm back on paper. Get the firearm down. Get the firearm. Get the information on the firearm. Get the serial number on the firearm. Put it on paper so it's there in case the we government... We need to confiscate yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, the government ever decides later. They want to know what did uh, you know Earl's friend uh, Jimmy Jones have for firearms. And now they can go back and pull all the forms he had and say, well, Jimmy Jones had this firearm and this serial number. Well, we're going to seize Jimmy Jones' firearms. Now we're going to go seize him by serial number. See, so this is the the next step in confiscation, in banning. You know, you get, you get your background checks. Okay, get a background check. Do it like you do the no-fly list. Call it the no-buy list. You have the dealer contact whoever the background check authority is, and you go, boom, Kevin Maxwell. Is he on the list? No. Okay, give me my uh, certification number. Okay, here you go. Thanks. Put that certification number on the form and see you later. Why can't I have a no-buy list? Why do we have to be logging firearm serial numbers in and out? Because the, the, nobody's hunting the serial number right now. Right. But we're just collecting data. Yeah, we're just, just collecting data. data. Uh-huh. Just collecting data. Just collecting data. I'm telling you, it's there for, and this is what the fear was during the last administration, because the, those paperwork, those background check forms are required to be kept at the dealer's. And the ATF is the only one that can come in and take them and examine them without a warrant. And they can take whatever they want for however long they want, including the manuals and the books and all the transfer records and everything else. And now that's good. You want them to be able to do that on an audit side to make sure, you know, the, the dealer is, is following the laws. You know, they're not manufacturing machine guns out the back door or something, you know, ridiculous like that. However, if the law had come down and the Department of Justice and Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch and uh, the, our former president had decided... You know what? Via executive order. We are going to confiscate firearms. You know how we're going to do that? We're going to send the ATF out to pull every background check that was ever done. Now, we know Kevin Maxwell had a background check, but gee, is there only some way to figure out which guns he had? Well, yeah, now there is because we have the background check forms and we know every gun he purchased. Hmm. Does that sound like due process? No, it sounds like illegal search and seizure. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. But, you know, the Constitution really didn't bother them that much before. And if we lose this administration, it may not bother the next one. Yeah, and then that's, you know, reasons to worry about it. You know, hopefully, hopefully we continue to see conservative justices appointed uh, at the federal level and at the uh, the Supreme Court level to where the opportunity for that to happen over the next 30 or 40 years is, is rendered, uh, uh, you know, neutered. Well, it might not if Democratic personnel believe that the use of a firearm uh, to change the course of history is effective, then we're looking at the Pelican brief here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're also uh, with elections. You know, we, we know we obviously have our current president. But again, yeah, we, we start getting rogue Democrats on their Facebook page being supported by the media and the entertainment industry saying that it's time to go cut off Donald Trump's head. It's time to take down the Republican Party. Hmm. You know, I, I thought about when I saw that, and if I had done what she did, I would still be in custody. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, if I had yeah. done that during during the previous administration, 
I would have I would have been taken. The bar would have taken my license. Right. Absolutely. And, absolutely. and they would have locked me in a cell with plexiglass and pads because clearly I'm insane. I, I think um, one of the things that will be realized here, or if, if not realized already, is that if this can, behavior is going to continue and these uh, these rogue liberal Democrats that are being pushed by the media and being pushed by the entertainment industry, we're not sitting by just waiting for you to come shoot us. I just just want you to know that. Just, just want you to understand... Uh, where the well-armed, prepared people are on in this are in this fight. Okay. Um, hey, listen, that's it for the first hour. Hey, if you'd like to do some advertising, give us a call. You can do some advertising on the local stations. You can do some advertising with us on the network. Either contact us at armsroomradio.com. Go there, figure it out. There's a there's hundred different ways to get a hold of us. Or you contact your local stations where you're listening to us. They've got some local opportunities for you to do some advertising. We'd love for you to be part of the Arms Room Radio family. So reach out to us. Come be part of the team. You could you could be one of us. You could be one of the guys. You could be one of the gang here at Arms Room Radio. Uh, hey, listen, stick around. we got we got plenty of great show coming back up. We've got, uh, we've got Major Bill's going to be joining us next hour, and we've got just a bunch of great topics we're going to be talking to you about. Uh, we've got plenty more for you, so stick around. But until we see you in the next six minutes or so, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next hour. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their 
vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on Gun Tech USA parts. Gun Tech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Mm, is that it? No, no, I think you no. got it Chief, all. Chief cook and bottle washer, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let me go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you for being here, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hey, listen, on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, listen, uh, you know, we normally, we uh, first segment... We, we do a little we do a little banter we do a little talking we do a little chatting back and forth but there's a story here that I wanted to get to and, we, and we're kind of tight on time today so I wanted to, I wanted to jump into this this is out of New Jersey and uh, you know we've got some friends up there in New Jersey we know we've got some uh, some listeners up there and we wanted to give you this story because it just it just it irked me I don't know you know if you if you if you read this one in depth uh, but it but it irked me. Uh, Wall, New Jersey. I'm not even sure where in New Jersey that is. I'll have to check that out for you. The Wall High School teacher and advisor of the yearbook club has been suspended due to alleged censorship of images and quotes by students supporting President Trump. I know. I know what you're asking yourself. Uh, hey, Mike, you just said this was all things gun and all things gun related. Uh, this is uh, this is about freedom. This is about the oppression of the Bill of Rights, which is what we get with uh, people trying to oppress the Second Amendment. So anytime you want to oppress young minds, you want to restrict them from voicing their First Amendment rights, voicing their Second Amendment rights, you know, where, where, where does it end? Where does it stop? And I think that's that's what was important here, and that's why we wanted to bring this up. Uh, Superintendent Cheryl Dyer said Monday that the teacher who she declined to name was suspended pending further disciplinary action from the school board. Uh, the teacher 
made what was it? Uh, ooh, wow, eighty-eight thousand dollars last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, just just shy of eighty-eight thousand. Uh, the superintendent did not have all the questions answered yet, but uh, what, here's what here's what had happened. The there were some, some kids that uh, you know over the course of the last year, you know during the the high school year. I remember the you know school starts in you know, August September depending on uh, where you are in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was time for school pictures, they wore you know um, Make America Great Again shirts to to the high school picture. They wore their Donald Trump for President you know T-shirts to the high school graduation. For, for yearbook photos. Yeah, for, I'm sorry, okay. for yearbook for yearbook photos. Yes. So n- nothing vulgar. Nothing, nothing vulgar. No no bad language. No, no, no curse words. No. Just yeah. Showing support right. for at that time uh, a presidential candidate, then subsequent elected president of the United States. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. And 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 what this what this advisor did, what the teacher did, uh, you know, the yearbook advisor went in and photoshopped out. All references to Mr. Trump uh, during the yearbook editing. Now, I'd seen it on one. I did a little bit of searching in here, and I think what made it even worse is that there were a couple of shirts that said I'm with her that were but, allowed to be in there. Oh, that was... Le- uh, yeah, that's what re- would really tick me off. I yeah. mean, the whole thing of, of editing it out yeah. across the board, yeah, yeah. I don't like it, but that especially. Plenty of shirts that said uh, Yankees, you know, uh, Devils, you know, Philadelphia Eagles. It was it was all there. All the sports teams were represented during the photos from all kids from uh, the ninth grade all the way through senior high. But if it was Trump related, it was taken out. Yeah, that. Uh... Yeah, listen, I get I get being vulgar, right? Yeah, you, you don't want yeah. that. You know, you get the kids uh, flipping the bird there in the photos. Yeah, you know, I you, you, that. you get you get that. Uh, I could I could even you know see uh, you know uh, cartoons or you know, g- g- you know pictures or images that could be uh, deemed graphic. You want yeah. you want that stuff gone. But I believe that these are these are these are kids. You know, and listen, some of them are probably voting age. You know, 18 years old there in, in, in high school. Yeah, yeah imagine you know, be, you know seniors. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. May have voted for the president. May have had their stickers. But no, no, they were they were told. Well, they weren't told. The yearbook just came out and it was nothing was there. And it took a couple of the kids to realize, hey. I was wearing my uh, my Make America Great Again shirt when that happened. Well, I think one of them was even it was a it was a Make America America Great on a navy blue shirt, but the photo he had a black T-shirt in. Oh yeah, yeah, completely gone, all gone. Yeah, th- listen, this was no these these were not uh, referencing drugs, alcohol, violence, anything like that. Just political statement. Yeah, and and listen, it wasn't even a political statement. Can you can you say Trump for president is a political statement? I think that's just. You know, more free speech. You know, you know yeah. Trump is a great Republican president. You know, would be a you know political statement. You know, I, I you know I just maybe there's a, a line there that I'm missing, but yeah. But this teacher uh, was was shown the door. Now, we don't know if it's a it's a termination. We do know that she's currently sitting at home making eighty seven thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars yeah, a still year. Doesn't get me. Yeah, you're would, in trouble. So take it easy while you're getting paid. Uh, she's been there fifteen years, and I. You know, Earl, what do we have to do? I want to I want to get suspended with pay for a while for something silly and ridiculous like that and sit at home making $87,950 a year. That's uh that's very very strange. strange. Let me let me know what you come up with. I want to do it too. Yeah, yeah. Um listen, the, the woman's name, the the advisor according to the yearbook or to the high school's website, Susan Parsons. I didn't want you to think that the name's a big secret, Susan Parsons. So she uh, she'd been there 15 years. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of ironically on the the yearbook's class website, 
within the homepage, she includes photo editing as one of her real-world skills that uh, the students learn during the yearbook production. Nice. Right? This, is, this yeah. is an awesome example yeah. of yeah, exactly. how to put your skills yeah. to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, pretty crazy. I mean, uh, the the politics aside of which way the the kids are wanting to support, right? I, I it, it makes me upset in the fact of that they're they're censoring it out of our youth are getting involved in the political process of our country. You know, they're getting you know yeah. getting into it, getting yeah. you know understanding what's going on. I mean, yes, I am biased. I I. I lean this way as well, but ultimately, don't don't uh, stifle uh, youthful interests. There you go. Oppressing young minds. And, you know, listen, this is different than it was in the past. You know, 60s, 70s, it was, you know, free love and open thought and everybody get together and kumbaya and hold hands. But it was still the open exchange of thoughts. It was still going on. In the, in the 80s, you know, it, it flipped around. You had uh, conservatism. You had, uh, you had the right side on the college campuses. Again, still the open exchange of thoughts now now the complete opposite you've got these instructors at the college level these instructors at the high school level saying it's our way or you know what we're gonna let people believe that it's okay to get an sks rifle and head out to the ball field and shoot up republicans which is crap and that's what it's coming to hey you're listening to arms room radio coming to you live from the Celtic studio stick around we got some more great program for you we should have major bill coming up here in a segment or two and uh, we'll see you after the break Celtech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. 
Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget, coming up September 29th, 30th, and October 1st, September 29th, 30th and October 1st, we have the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Come meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas, Texas. Now, listen, I love going there. This is Second Amendment Foundation. This is oh, the, yeah. this is the bow tie gun guy. This is this is Mr. <laughs> this is Mr. Alan Gottlieb himself. We get to, we get yep. to we get to hobnob and sit around and hang out with. Uh, this year, once a Year chance to network, get an insider look, and plan pro-rights strategies for the coming year. Past GRPCs have outlined victory plans and made public the latest firearms trends. Uh, they allow you a first-hand chance to hear movement leaders and make your voice heard. And, and it's exactly what you get. You know, Earl, we were there last year. Uh, I got to, I get to get up and speak to the conference for uh, uh, you know, what five minutes? I think. Uh, I, I think was, it was, was like. Well, let's see. I napped for eight, eight so yeah. I think maybe you were on stage about ten. About ten, okay, all right, about ten. That's that seems about <laughs> right. That seems about right. And uh, I think Kevin's uh, going to be speaking this year. I'm I'm not sure. I'll have to check with Kevin and see if he's uh, he's up to it or not. He's he gets so timid when it's time to talk in front of a crowd of people. <laughs> um, but uh, listen, it's it's the uh, it's the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas, Texas, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Check them out at saf.org/grpc. That's s 
AF.org slash GRPC. Hope to see you there. Uh, speaking of uh, you know, our friends at the Second Amendment Foundation, uh, you know they're up there in the Pacific Northwest in the greater Seattle area. I believe actually mm-hmm. they're in Bellevue, I believe is where they are. Okay. Uh, have you seen this story out of Seattle? Uh, you know, we talked to you a year ago about taxing of firearms and ammunition. Now, yes, I remember this. We knew a year ago this was going to be ridiculous. This is going to be overturned. Obviously, we know the Second Amendment Foundation has a suit against them. Uh, the city will not release the records uh, for how much has been taxed. It's it's been a, it's been a it's been a nightmare, you know, and, and it's going going back and forth between uh, you know the courts and the lawyers, but. We do know this. We do know that when the city of Seattle passed a tax on all sales of guns and ammunition, the measure was hailed as a way to defray the rising costs of gun violence. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, Mike, Earl, Kevin, what the heck are you guys talking about? That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't at all. Since this tax took effect, those costs have only risen as gun violence in the city has... Oh, guess what it is, Earl? Uh... Gone down? Surged. Uh. Surged. You know why it surged? Well, and the tax has apparently brought in much less than city leaders projected it would. How much data do you need, said Dave Workman, senior editor of thegunmag.com and member of the Second Amendment Foundation. The data says the law has failed to prevent what they promised it would prevent. Here's what happened. We're gonna give we're gonna give you the give you the down low the quick the quick uh, the Cliff quick notes. the quick nine one one no the quick four one one okay yeah. the, the, there we go the quick four one one on what happened here. Here's the theory. Here's the theory behind the liberal Seattle City Council's view on how to stop gun violence. This is the way they pitched it. This is the way they pitched it. What we're going to do, because we have gun violence and we have guns, is we're going to tax firearms. I believe it's a $25 tax per firearm. Okay. And it's up. It's it's five cents uh, up or more down, depending on the depending around it. But about five cents per round of ammunition. Now, listen, if you're buying 22, you've just doubled the cost of your ammunition. But, you yeah. know, you get something, go out and get you a, a Levolution, uh, you know, 4570 that's normally $3 a round. It's, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's yeah, a nickel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, you big can, deal. You can swallow that. But they said the putting the tax on that would, one, provide them with the monies they needed to help combat gun violence, to have gun, uh, anti-gun programs, to have, you know, the health programs when people are wounded. They said they'd have all that tax money for that. Uh, two, they said, when you put the tax money or when you add the taxes to the firearm, it, it would decrease firearm sales. So by decreasing firearm sales, you decrease gun violence. Because if you have less firearms being sold in the city, you'd have less firearms. Okay. Well, how's how's that work, Earl? So 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 but, okay. what what do you really get when you have when you have uh, uh, when you have law-abiding people not purchasing guns from licensed dealers in the city limits what do you end up with a target rich environment yeah yeah you end up with bad guys saying wow there's a lot less people here with guns uh-huh exactly exactly but i'm just trying to think of uh, i i i admittedly math is not my greatest suit but here they're trying to pitch that purple one that's your greatest suit i love uh, that it, one on it, you i do make that look good <laughs> don't I? yeah uh-huh. but they're they're saying okay we're gonna get all this money and we're going to drive the price up so they're not going to sell well. Huh? That's exactly right. What they've done is 
the people in the city of Seattle have gone outside the city of Seattle to purchase firearms. Now, that still means people in the city, good people in the city, are able to purchase firearms, but the city's not getting the tax revenue they expected to get. Listen, if you tell me, uh, hey, uh, hey, Mike, you can get gas right now for $2 a gallon across the street where you live, or if you drive three miles down the road, it's $1.50 a gallon. I'm driving down the road. Uh, yeah. yeah driving down the road. Listen, uh-huh. if I only have to drive a mile out of town to save $25 is what they're saving, I'm, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's worth it. Now, they don't have that tax money. And there has been less gun sales in the city because some people just don't want to travel. And it's not, yeah. I'm not going to travel to get a cheaper price to buy a gun. I'm just not going to travel. I'll just get one, you know, whenever. And there may be some people who can't travel. Yeah, you know, yeah some, exactly you know, right. Old, older customers or... Uh, you know, or they, they they have enough disposable income and also can justify the need for a firearm for, for self-defense, but they don't have enough income for transportation. A hundred percent. Absolutely agreed. Uh, you know, and, and you become that uh, that central city dweller. You know, you actually take advantage of the mass transportation. And I, listen, I've had the opportunity to spend uh, plenty of time in uh, uh, the city of Seattle over the past 10, 15 years. And. Seattle's one of those cities. Seattle's it's got it's got the infrastructure for a mass transit system. Okay. And that's it. You know, you 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 live your life in the city. You walk to the grocery store. You you your dry cleaners is right here. You know, if you if you need to uh, go to the pharmacy, it's right on the other corner. You know, it's it's everything is right there in walking distance. You you work your way and you work you live your life around that. So it's these there's people that are not leaving the city to get firearms and they're just you know what I'm not buying one here anyway. I'm not buying here anyway. Now, listen, you, you, Earl, you and I are gun guys, you know, and everybody else here listening to us is gun guys, or girls, or gun girls. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> when I say guys, I mean I mean guy in that total unisex kind of way, like, ooh, check out Miss America, what a guy, you know. That's I mean I mean I, I, I mean I mean it like that. Um, but 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 anyway, um, people that already have guns are. They're just saying, you know what, I'll wait until uh, the time is right and when I'm out of town, and then I'll finally yeah, get one. Yeah, exactly. If there's someone that, oh, my goodness, I don't have a firearm and I've just had the epiphany and I must get a firearm, they're either buying it in the city or they're going out of town. Yeah. They, this didn't shut down sales completely. No. This just slowed it drastically for people that have said, I got enough right now. I'll get one later. Or, you know what, uh, I'm not paying that tax, uh, you know, and, and thumb their nose up at them. Uh, the, the city council predicted that this would bring in between three hundred and five hundred thousand dollars annually, three hundred and five hundred thousand dollars annually in tax money for buying ammunition, for buying firearms to give to the city to help with their anti-gun agenda. Again, we talked about this at the top of the segment. They will not release the data how much it's actually taken in. The Second Amendment Foundation is suing them because they don't want to be laughed at. Exactly right. Um, from what we know as of the writing. Seattle officials refused to say how much the tax brought in the first year, only giving the number under 200000 Okay. They said at a minimum they were going to make 300000 Yeah. And they were probably going to make close to 500000 Well, $2 is a lot less than $5. Okay? Yeah, it is. It is. So, uh, this is... Uh, this is ridiculous, and, and many people are estimating it. Uh, the actual tax reven- revenue is probably just about $100,000. So 20% of what they predicted they would bring in is what they're really bringing in. So just Oops. another absolute failure, absolute failure. Uh, and, and like we said, I think the most important part of this, the bad guy knows that there's less guns being sold in the city, less guns being brought back into the city, so violence has gone up. Violent crime has gone up in the city.
And not only is it hurting the law-abiding citizen that wants to own a gun, it's hurting the law-abiding citizens that work at gun shops. With business down, they had to lay off employees. It's it's just they're they're hurting business. They're not hurting crime like they thought they would. Hey, maybe they'll make the minimum wage at a gun store $15 an hour like they do at uh, fast foods places. That way, everybody gets more money. How do we do an automated <laughs> 4473? You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. sidewalks and parking areas are a liability lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls repair your sidewalk driveway or parking lot with seal code florida make your concrete or asphalt look new again seal code florida patches stripes and resurfaces parking lots walkways and driveways seal code florida has free estimates flexible work schedules and professional service call seal code florida at 321-385-SCFL online at sealcodeflorida.com seal code florida a proud sponsor of the second amendment and arms room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on Gun Tech USA parts. Gun Tech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist David A. Wilkie Jr. died June 18, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Wilkie, 22, of Elkhart, Indiana, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 28th Infantry Regiment, 4th Infantry Brigade, 1st Infantry Division, Fort Riley, Kansas. He died in Baghdad of wounds sustained when an improvised explosive device detonated near his unit in Baghdad while riding in a Humvee convoy. Wilkie was born in the Michigan Upper Peninsula town of Norway and grew up in Wilson. 
As a teenager, he moved to Elkhart, where he graduated from Jimtown High School. He's going to be missed, David Wilkie Sr. said. He's made a lot of friends. Wilkie was married and had a one-year-old son and a four-year-old stepson. His wife was five months pregnant when he was killed. A memorial service was held at Fort Riley, and Specialist Wilkie was buried in Powers, Michigan, in the area where he grew up, his family said. Army Specialist David A. Wilkie, Jr., you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Hey, on the line with us, we have Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Major Bill, welcome back to the program. Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys, how you doing today? Doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. How's, uh, how's things going in the law enforcement world this, uh, this week for you? Well, things have uh, things have been really busy this week, and they've been kind of top and topsy turvy. Uh, got some interesting things going on. Uh, our particular story uh, is kind of funny, uh, but really not so funny that that I have for you uh, for uh, for you guys today. If you uh, want to take a listen, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. If we got all right. <laughs> well, if everybody wants to jump on their computers and go to Google Earth, and uh, let's take a trip. Guess where, Mike? Your favorite place. Let's go on out back to Los Angeles, California. Uh, going out to Los Angeles. Wen- yes, Los Angeles. Uh, well, this past Wednesday, uh, the Los Angeles Police Department were involved in a police pursuit. And that's not, you know, too uh, uncommon in and of itself, unless they're chasing two of their own police cruisers uh and that's not good two of their own police cruisers were uh were uh, stolen and the officers located the vehicles about 9 30 at night uh out there and they chased them and they were uh, they eventually uh were involved in a crash and they took two suspects in custody now here's where it takes a twist the two suspects that they took into custody were los angeles police department police cadets Okay, now, okay, okay, okay. All right, <laughs> all right. Police cruisers like LAPD, Mark cars, LAPD, black, black and white. the yeah. original black and white Adam Twelve. Yeah. you know my original intro song. Those yep. guys, yeah, black and white. Yeah, okay. two of those. Okay, okay, excellent. Now these are. Let me ask: Police cadets, or are these police academy trainee cadets, or are these like now, the the under eighteens, or are these the ones in the police academy? No, these are the their term for police cadets is like the police explorer program. When you remember way oh, back when man. you and I were 13, 14 years old, oh, man. Uh, they have the uh, the police LAPD cadet program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is a program that Chief Beck talked about out there right. uh, for a, uh, young adults ages 13 to 20 with no criminal history and high educational standards. Now, what they found out from their investigation is that these cadets. Uh, used a uh, a uh, LAPD sergeant's information to gain access to the facility where the cruisers were located at. Um, they gained access to them. There were two males and what turned out later a female juvenile 
that took oh, the cruisers. It's always uh, a girl. It's always yeah, for a girl. Yeah. Showing yeah. off. Girl, Showing right? off. Uh, now, there was a third one that was stolen, but it was not involved in the pursuit, and it was not uh, involved in the crash. But these cadets, well-trained, well-trained cadets, <laughs> had extensive exposure to the LAPD protocols and had inside information on how to access these facilities. Uh, so they were able to get in. They got access to the keys. They got access to the vehicles. Uh, and they, they believed that while they were out driving around, that they may have actually maybe have conducted traffic stops, reported <laughs> themselves to be police officers, right, right. Uh, may have showed themselves off to their friends. Hey, look what I'm cruising around in, yeah. uh, which then, you know, led them to uh, be reported to the real police, right. uh, which then located the vehicles and the pursuit uh, became involved, which when I see stuff like that, when police cruisers are stolen and then they're being chased by other police cruisers, immediately the old Benny Hill theme song goes yeah. off in my head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because then it assumes yeah. going off like that. So, uh, but it just shows that, you know, it, this can happen at, at any time, any place. Uh, unfortunately, uh, these bright young youths uh, took a wrong turn. So to speak. Uh, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended there. Uh, and ended up on the wrong side of the law. So now they're they're arrested. But knowing how things are out in California, they're probably not going to see too much of it. Uh, and uh, hopefully they've learned from their mistakes. You never know. They might get promoted out of this. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They're chief of the police cadets now or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they demonstrated exemplary driving skills. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. And maybe they'll get a spot out in the police academy now. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, these, these, uh, this is, uh, you know, first off, listen, we're, we're, we're kidding about it. Hopefully, you know, nobody got hurt. Hopefully they don't find out these kids did anything stupid while they were uh, pretending to be cops. And uh, Well, they did say that they didn't have any access to firearms. They didn't have any access to any uh, to long guns or weapons or anything like that. There's nothing like that in the vehicle. So that's always a positive. Yeah, well, you know, the, I guess the kids... Uh, you know, there's a minimum you could say they didn't try and, you know, get guns. They knew they weren't supposed to have guns. They just, you know, they figured it's L.A. You know, they could have a car. They can, you know, have a yeah. police car if they wanted they, to. They, just... they probably had driver's licenses. Oh, sure, sure. But I don't know if they had their, uh, they had their e-certification. Don't know if they were, uh, you know, you know uh, emergency vehicle operators. But, uh, you know, that's. Yes, don't know if they were EVOX certified or anything like that. Yep. Hopefully they were. Well, they crashed. So I yeah. don't know what that speaks to their EVOX training. You know, it's a. Uh, it's, it's amazing, though, because when you're getting chased, it's a little bit different. And I, listen, I tell people this story all the time and uh, with, 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 my, uh, with my law enforcement background. And you could tell me if this is true with your, with your uh, coming up on 30 years in law enforcement background and you being, uh, being, uh, being one of the big bosses, being the major. Um, I would still get, even after years and years as a police officer, when I would look up in my rearview mirror and see another police car behind me with lights, just, you know, like, not, not not coming up behind me at, a, at an emergency code, but just pulling behind me at an intersection, I would still think, what's this butthead want? What is he? What did I do wrong now? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, I'm one of these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you always see the red and blues behind you, depending on where you're at. They may be all red, they may be all blue. Right. But you see those, you see the magic whites behind you, and you're like, all right, what I do? What I do? Yeah, yeah. You're like, wait a second, I'm that guy's boss. You know. That's, <laughs> And now, what's what's even hard for me is being, like you said, one of the big bosses. I'm in an unmarked car now, so it's like, 
It's like, hey, I'm one of you guys. What are you doing now? Yeah, yeah, but you see, I listen. Uh, for as long as I've known Major Bill, he's wanted an unmarked car so he could do traffic without people see him sneaking up on him. <laughs> this is true. Okay, I admit it. Uh, he's busted. Yep. Uh, well, that's that's cool. Now I wonder if these kids, uh, you you think they'll go to like real internal affairs or like police cadet internal affairs when they're getting investigated? You know, or ooh, that's a good question. You know, they, they'll have to do that. Maybe they'll, you know. Uh, have to go before and you know a uh, junior internal affairs board. Right, right, exactly. Just, <laughs> all right, yeah, we're having too much fun with this. We're having too much fun with this. All right, um, <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, um, uh, listen, uh, police explorers are actually a, a pretty good thing. Major Bill, do you have any at your department, or you got them down by you? Absolutely, the explorer programs are uh, huge uh, in South Florida. They're they're huge all over the country, and I would encourage you uh, to look at the Boy Scouts of America, the explorer program. Uh, both police, fire, aviation, civil air patrol, any of the youth or- organizations out there uh, to have your, your your sons, your daughters, your nieces, your nephews uh, to become involved in the community in projects like that. Yeah, that's a great thing in law enforcement. It fosters that working relationship with the, with the community, with the kids. Major, we appreciate you coming back on the program. Please uh, do us all a favor and, and stay safe out there. Absolutely. And to all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six. Always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. 
Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast-to-coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Wow, last segment already. Happens every week. Every Time week. flies when you're having fun. Sneaks on up on us. Just just runs, all, runs by us. Uh, well, listen, we still got plenty of show left for you, so sit back, put your seatbelts on, hold on tight, because here we go. Remember... Hold small children by the hands. Hold small children by the hands. We don't want any, we don't want any accidents. We don't want any incidents here. Keep hands and feet inside the car at all times. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Earl, did you see this? Uh, I, I know we, we, we alluded to it earlier in the program. The uh, Governor McAuliffe up in Virginia. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. What number did you hear when you listened to that? I heard 93 million a day. Yeah. Folks, let me set this up for you if you happen to miss this. After the shooting in Alexandria, the governor, the Democratic governor of Virginia came on uh, on the, the news and said, uh, I don't want to make this about gun control, so I'm going to tell you we need to ban guns, is basically yeah, what, what yeah. he said. Yeah, and, wa- wasting no time. Right, right. And somebody called him on it. Somebody called him and said, uh, well, if you don't want to if you don't want to make it about gun control, why are you talking about guns, uh, you know, 10 minutes after the accident? Mm-hmm. And he said something like, well, we always we talk about guns every day. <laughs> it's, oh, OK, yeah. whatever. Buddy. OK. So, yes, yeah, so he said we were losing 93 million people a day to guns, to gun violence. And a reporter uh, clarified with him. Sir, could you say that number again? Yes, we're losing 93 million people a day to gun violence. Well, listen, I'm uh, I'm no mathematician. But I, I got a I got a calculator on the old uh, smartphone. <laughs> I don't even have to push the buttons in. I could just ask the smartphone. Uh, the first question I asked was, "How many people are in the world?" And I got uh, 7.3 billion. It's billion with a B. Billion with a B. Billion. B- Bravo. Billion. Bravo. And I did some easy math. All right, there's 7.3 billion people in the world, mm-hmm. and we're losing 93 million a day to gun violence. Okay. That means we got 78 days left on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing y'all. 78 days, 78 days. Now, perhaps because you know he's a American politician, he was just talking about the United States of America. Okay, that, the, that, that's a that's plausible. Yeah, yeah. I'll, maybe, I'll give him that. Maybe the rest of the world is safe and secure. I don't know. 330 million estimated, you know, based on the 
census populations and the illegal and, immigrants and, and all that. And they're always, what, two years behind on the yeah, census? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, at a, at a minimum, at a minimum. Uh, it's $330 million. Uh, that would mean within three and a half days. So that means, let's see, now we're live Saturday. Right. Here we are Saturday. That's today, He's, yep. He said this uh, was a Tuesday, Wednesday. So, Earl, you and I are probably uh, the last two. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, Kevin's See already, Kevin's already uh, you know, went to the bathroom. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen him for five minutes. You know, he's, he's, he takes off at the break for the bathroom and doesn't come back in. So, you know, they must have got him. Governor McAuliffe must have got him. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> Although that governor is quite, quite accomplished there if he got Kevin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, listen, uh, maybe Kevin got him. You know, it's, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, that's one thing. The governor never specified which way that's right. the, the fight went. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I'd, I'd, I'd say straight up, I'd, I got money on Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would like to see the budget from Virginia to see if there's 93 million of anything in there that he uh, that he's put <laughs> in the wrong direction or or gone the wrong way with because they asked him and, and he, uh, he 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 completely said 93 million, 93 million. And then when they quoted him again, they just kind of left that part out. Yeah. That part out. Ho- so. Hopefully, being governor, they also have somebody else to who's the chief financial officer. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully, so. hopefully, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, because if, if, if this guy's the one in charge of the numbers, uh, you know, who knows? Oh, you know what? That's I bet you there was an extra 93 million votes for the Democratic Party during the election cycle. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what he's thinking. You know? B- bunch <laughs> of hanging Chad. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, hey, uh, story I want to get to you guys uh, before we leave for the day. This one. This one is uh this one kind of made me mad. This one this one this one irked me. I I didn't even have the honor of uh serving in uniform and it kind of upset me as well. Yeah, this is this is one uh you know we'll have to talk to uh, Craig next week when we get to our California updates, but I wanted to hit this one. Uh this is in California. There was a there's a young man out there who is uh, I don't want to give his name out. He's he's I think he's 18, but I just don't want to publish his name right now. Uh, he is an army soldier now and what happens when you you could join the army the army has a program called the split option training between your junior year and senior year of high school you can go away to basic training mm-hmm. that's the uh, eight-week program uh, where you just learn the basic soldier skills platoon level tasks and below now when you finish that you go on to your advanced training your advanced individual training some branches or excuse me some branches of the army whether it be uh, you know, infantry cavalry armor you can do that straight through i think mps do it also but you can also do it split option you know if you come back for retraining or if you're a brand new soldier and just needs that break in between because of uh, you, you, the the split option training for high school kids you go on to your advanced individual training and that ranges from you know 5 6 7 weeks to 3 months depending on what you do so he could be going to the summer between junior and senior year do basic training and then go back the summer after graduation and just go straight into his advanced individual training. Exactly. What this kid okay. would what this kid would have ended up doing is uh, and I know he enlisted on his 17th birthday as early as he could. He did his basic training between junior and senior year and then while waiting for, you know, to get out of high school and go to his advanced individual training, they would have assigned him to some local reserve or National Guard unit to do, you know, weekend duty once a month to, st- to stay, you know, uh, active with the Army until he goes either active duty or, or back onto the reserve status after his advanced individual training. Well, the California law says you're allowed to wear your uniform to the graduation if you meet that standard if you if you've done this it's not this is not for ROTC cadets or junior ROTC cadets this is nothing like that this is people that have according to the law fulfilled all the requirements of code for receiving a diploma from the high school 
has completed basic training for and is an active member or a branch of the U- United States Armed Forces, and, he, and he's met all of that requirement. He, he, he did basic training, has his Army uniform, and the school there... Okay, you know, he, he did basic training, so, yep. I mean, just putting it in, in very basic, simple terms, he's he's full-fledged member of the Army. Yeah, I he's mean, a soldier. No, no he's uh, a soldier. restrictions, no nothing. Correct. Like he's entitled to all due rights and privileges as a member of the U.S. forces. Correct. He is, okay. at this, at this okay. official point, a soldier. He doesn't have a specialty skill yet, but he is right, a qualified right. soldier. Okay, okay. Yeah, and what was it? It was the uh, administration of the school said uh, no. Yeah. Put a cap and gown on. Right. And and listen, uh, anybody that's ever worn a uniform knows you don't wear anything over it. You know, that's, that's just uh, against the, the regulation. And he said, I'm, I'm not doing it. Not doing it at all. And he showed up and wore his uniform to the event, and they refused to acknowledge him. All the other little, and I just went to a high school graduation. My uh, my niece graduated here in the past week or two. They acknowledge everyone. Not right. like uh, Earl, you and I, when we were going to high school, where you got like uh, five or six people, you know, at the top of the class, and uh, maybe somebody got a scholarship to some university. You know, this was, uh, now it's, uh, and, and, and Johnny over there, he's got matching shoes on the day. So, you know, <laughs> everybody gets a medal. It's, it's, that, it's that kind of thing. Now, my niece did wonderful. I'm not trying to say that, but everybody, everybody got, got recognized. But this kid is standing there in his uniform. In fact, where my niece went to school, there were several that were joining and listing in the military, including my niece. They recognized them. Mm-hmm. But this school board in California, this whacked out school board in California, won't recognize somebody who's a soldier in their midst, in his uniform. And they won't let him attend, and they won't let him participate in their graduation ceremonies. Uh, that that that's a that's a crock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure the FCC doesn't come down on us. Yeah, no, exactly right. Don't don't have a satellite uh, radio moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this school's Liberty Union High School in Brentwood, California. Uh, they told him you could pick up your diploma in the office on Monday. Yeah, that that's uh, ironic of the name of the high school. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, Liberty, except. Uh, Except uh, not for you, the, kid. The, yeah, the, the, you. the way we want you to do it. Right, right. Yeah, so this, uh, again, California Education Code. In fact, we definitely have to talk to Craig about this we have next week because Craig is a school board member uh, out, out, out there in his oh county. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's very, very involved, very, very yes. involved. So, yeah, this, this, is, uh, this is a load of garbage. And uh, listen, uh, Liberty Union high school uh, principal or uh, administration or anybody that knows them, and if you're listening, uh, hey, we got something for you. We got we got something for you when when, when we see you. It's uh, you just won a prize, but it's an in-person kind of award. Can can we put the school board as a whole on the wall of stupid? Oh yeah, yeah, they're going up there. That's okay. for sure. Again, we'll get to, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll have more next week. We're definitely going to be following up on this one again next week for you. And this is this is horrible. This is a this is a horrible thing for to happen to this kid who's there serving his country. He's there with his. With his classmates, and uh, they will not allow him to uh, even be recognized or even attend. Just, yeah. just absolutely horrible. Uh, folks, listen, that's that's it for the for the program this week. Uh, I want to thank uh, Major Bill for joining us. Uh, you know, don't don't forget to uh, check out all of our sponsors: Gun Tech USA, Next Level Training, the uh, CERT SIRT Training Pistol, Tactical Transition, and of course, of course, our big brothers over at Keltec. We love Keltec. So uh, until we see you next week, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone, and we'll see you next week.
Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.